Okay, welcome along to another Peter Road Coffee and Art podcast. Now, initially, Joanna Wenchka, who's with me here, hello, hello, was going to be part of the live painting podcast, but because that ended up becoming a two-part opus, I decided that we would do it as a, a one-to-one. Yeah. So you're kind of like following in the footsteps of Arcee Angel and Trevor and Heather and a couple of the others that we've kind of done a, a little bit on. So, well, welcome along to Live Painting Day. Thank you. And you're last in. I am. Uh, but you are already down and working on it. So what what are you producing? Today, Matthew, <laughs> I am producing. Uh, today, um, I am painting my gorgeous baby boy being a cat. Uh, <laughs> I am a cat parent. and Your um, husband was just like, hang on, this is me. <laughs> uh, no, he, he's his baby as well. Um, it's my lovely very fluffy cat called Sebastian um I've got him curling up asleep um he likes to sleep in all sorts of strange positions and as cats generally do as cats generally do um and obviously my camera reel is full of pictures of my cat that no one really wants to see but uh, but I you show them anyway, anyway. Yes, yeah, yes, quite right. Of course, is it the equivalent of, it. of the holiday snap? It is, yeah. It's like, look at all the places that I'm having fun and you're not there. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I just, he's been a source of inspiration lately and kind of got me back into a bit of a, had a bit of a painting lull. So uh, it's nice to be back. Nice to be back. Do you have many painting lulls? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, think people. So. I think we all go through it at some stage. I think so. It's like with anything. For me, painting and creating, it's got to feel right. For me. like, it's very difficult to force. Yes. Um. I mean, I can, given the right circumstances, force some creativity, but it'll never be. It'll never feel like it's right. my best work no. um so it's kind of like make hay while the sun's shining mm. if i'm feeling uh good about painting or inspired or moved i've got to just go for it have you ever had a really long period where you've not felt the urge to paint i think what i've just come out of was one of my largest oh, okay um i didn't really feel like painting for about a year Right. which felt horrible um, because it's so integral to for me oh this is getting deep already Mike <laughs> what have you put in my tea um, for me painting is very much cathartic it's something I need uh, creating is something I need rather than something I like to do mm-hmm. um which sounds really sappy, but it's... Oh, I would say probably quite a lot of the artists are like that in here. Yeah, it's it's a way that I express myself. Some people express themselves with words or other actions and cooking or, uh, I don't know, like they have to let their feelings out by having a drink on a Friday night <laughs> or um, dancing or... Well, Sam couples things. them together. Samantha does drinking and painting all at the same time. Oh, well, that is very scary. <laughs> I did uh, try that once, um, but I just got out? distracted, really. Um, and then decided, uh, ended up being out somewhere. I was like, oh, mm. I thought I was painting. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not a very good drinker, but don't tell anyone that. Right. I'm a massive lightweight. 
Massive lightweight. So what medium are you working in today? Um, I am working in my favourites, which is watercolour. Um, it's generally what I do for most things. I think I like it because it's when I'm inspired, it all comes out very quickly and it kind of flows out and uh, watercolour is great for that because there's very little setup time. It was quite it. amazing. I mean, I, hi Joe, you're here, and I, by the time I turned around with a teapot, you were you were already sketching. Exactly. Yeah, I think. I mean, I may have said this before, but uh, watercolor became my medium of choice, kind of out of necessity at the time. I didn't have necessarily the space to have like a big canvas up and a big easel and stuff like that. And I was trying to grow my art business and. It was using people's dining tables, uh, <laughs> like if you just go around people's houses who had um, who work from home. Most and... most people go around to, to people's dining rooms to eat, but you go around to sketch and paint. I go around paint. to sketch and paint, yeah, but they they would paint and sketch too, so I didn't feel like the odd one out, I suppose. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Watercolor is often seen as the the one that's less forgiving. Would you agree? Ah, uh, that's where people are wrong. Ah, that's something I'm always saying in my classes. Which you can go to if you go to Pico. Well, I was gonna, that was, <laughs> I was gonna drop that one in later, but yeah, um, Joanna as well. If, if you didn't know, is also our watercolor artist, and that also teaches it. I do, I do, and um, it's some, it's a common misconception um, that watercolor is not forgiving. It really is, as long as you know how to correct anything. Um, I, if if this was a visual thing, I would show you right here, right now getting uh, paint out of the paper um, but it's a lot more forgiving than people think I think the most forgiving medium is definitely oils um, because you're literally pushing and pulling and moving the paint around on the canvas but watercolour is similar in that respect when you're adding your think of watercolour like making squash if you've got lots of lots of the, the squash in there and uh, not very much water, it's going to be a bolder colour. If you've got lots of water in there, it's going to die down the colour and it, it's a lot more faint. So you can save a lot of stuff with water. So Anne's just walked in now, Anne. We oh, are we are uh, doing this, but you're yeah. a big fan of cats, aren't you? Absolutely. And look what Joanna's I painting. Know, I'm just admiring it. Is it your cat? It is my cat. It's oh, my gosh. baby boy. Oh, gosh, need to see that. Well, yeah. absolutely. I suspected it won't last long when it goes up for sale, because already, I mean, that's only about 20 yeah. minutes or so, and yeah. it's incredible, isn't it? Really good, yeah. Thank you. He's uh, very, do, very do, good. Do you do a lot of, do you do a lot of, Cats. Painting or well, <laughs> oh, just painting in general. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Joanne is one of our resident artists. Oh right. So. Yes. Um, yeah. I do the watercolor classes, so right. I teach those. Right. Um, yeah. And this is watercolor yes. as well. Which of course is, you know, make a mistake and you've had it. So wow. We, we, we just, just, just as about. just as you walked in, we were just talking about that, and apparently not so much. Not, not so much. Not no. so much. You can save. A lot of um, you? what you Well, that's what I mean. You know, that's what I always heard. You mm. know, I think a lot of people. Uh, I think because that's where they use acrylics or oils mm. or something, because you can. You know, go over can't it. You? Go, yeah. yeah, you can go over it. Um, yeah. But in, I think a lot of people love the preciseness of uh, oils and acrylics. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
and this is more it's a free. bit more free and loose if you yeah. embrace that um that's when you get all the happy little yeah. uh, oh. things that you can physically paint yourself yes. you've got to kind of let the water do some of the work for you um but that's having a certain amount of bravery to uh just let it happen just looking at this mm. the the poor oh yeah <laughs> he's got really he's got tufts in between all his little right. beans yeah and um, they're about two to three centimeters oh. long um and he does let you touch his paws as well so i look forward to painting those in oh brilliant well, no one really knows, but I've just stepped away to make coffee there, and so you've progressed a, a, a little bit further there. I have, I have. Um, he's very fluffy, so there's a lot of strokes in this one. Generally, I don't go uber detailed with uh, things. I think you can find that uh, people's brains fill in the spaces mm. that you leave, yeah. and I think sometimes it's important to leave enough space. Um, that's something that is easily you can fall into the trap of putting too much detail in. Yeah, one of the things that we we spoke about with everyone today is about not falling into the trap of overworking the mm. the actual piece as well. Yes, um, I think it it's something that all of us have definitely done at some point. Yeah, it, and it's just just the experience is the only real thing that can. So, so, so I thought that this would be an interesting watercolour class to run. It would. I would be more than happy to do that. There you go. So what other, what other classes are we at? We've done turtles and robins and ducks. and. We have. Uh, we've done lovebirds. Oh, we've yes. We've done poppies. Yes. We've done, oh gosh, foxes. We've done... We've, we've, we're like Noah's Ark, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, predominantly animals. Um, it's interesting as well because obviously you've you've just looked at the, your wall again today, and people come in, and we have the sloth and the meerkat and mm -hmm. the turtle and a few of the other animals on there. But then we've got the the other side of Joanna. The other side. <laughs> oh, so ominous. <laughs> the dark side. <laughs> yeah. To, uh, yeah. So so where does where does that all come from? Uh, I think, as I said earlier, art is cathartic to me. Um, it is something that sometimes I need to express. Um, and generally, those darker paintings come from darker moments, I mm. think. Um, I like my... If my art makes someone feel something, then I've done a good job. Whether that's feeling happy or it makes them laugh or... They think it's really cute or mm. if they think oh wow that's kind of grotesque or um there's a lot of anger there or scary. a lot of sadness a lot of people or... a lot of people think that some of the pieces that we have sold are scary and of course there's always that there's beauty in there isn't there you, mm. you know and you, some people will see it and other people won't so. yeah i mean i think with those pieces i always think it will resonate with someone um because they will see that not all sad things are just just sad there's beauty in mm. sadness um or grief or um uh like uh, low periods i think sometimes when i've been feeling really low i've n needed to get that feeling out mm. of me you know and it's like going to listen to a smith's record yes <laughs> exactly you put your favorite sad songs on 
and kind of go for it. I mean, yeah. there was a picture we had in here for a little while um, that I'd named Dion, um, which was because I was listening over and over to this EP. Um, I love this artist called The, the Japanese House. Um, she's quite obscure, um, which makes me sound really trendy. I'm not, it's more that it was recommended to me by my lovely trendy, uh, music friends. And, um, there's so much, there's a feeling of, uh, loss within the whole EP. She wrote it after her girlfriend broke up with her. Um, and uh, there's such longing in it. And that was the feeling that I needed and I was trying to kind of expel from myself uh, as I was painting. So sometimes I do listen to music and um, just try and really feel it and then see what happens. Um, it's interesting because we were talking earlier about um, people listening to music and so Patrick was very much things like Depeche Mode, um, but also um, lots of different varieties of music mm. um sam again but a bit bit of a mixture mm-hmm. jill quite quite laid back with her selections mm-hmm. as well but everyone sort of said it kind of helps feed into what they were producing yeah definitely i think um when i was doing a lot of commission work um i used to listen to something that was called lo-fi chill which is okay kind of, yeah mm-hmm. um kind of grainy sounding uh, slow beats which mm. with atmospheric noises in and that was just to kind of just feel relaxed um and so it, it helped for that but if i need a particular feeling sometimes there'll be certain songs and it's like oh i've got to listen to to that one um and okay. and then it takes me to the right place I was saying to I was saying to Pat earlier, and I've, I've probably said it to you before as well, is that somebody came into an exhibition once with, that I was doing with my friend, mm. and said, uh, "Oh, I can definitely tell the difference between both of you. His work is so happy and and colourful, and yours is so dark and depressing." <laughs> I followed very quickly with a "Oh, but in a good way," mm. and um, and I said, "I think it is born out of what I was listening to because if I go out." to take photographs yeah. I've often got my headphones on right and I will quite often listen to you know Rage Ahead Depeche Mode mm-hmm. all those kind of indie bands that kind of produce that kind of music and then I thought maybe it does have an influence on on what I take and, yeah, I think and what I see it can definitely um, point you in a certain direction I mm. think um, or make you see things in a different light I imagine that affects photography quite a lot Yes, I think certainly with light and, and dark music on it's mm. uh, yeah definitely definitely there for me I think yeah so we've sold quite a lot of your um, more interesting pieces as opposed to the animals are you surprised by that are you surprised that there's an audience um, for it I think when I first it was really scary when I first brought in some of this more dark and mysterious <laughs> work only because. And it's by much more vulnerable. Yeah, and not all of it's small. I no. mean, D- Dylan not particularly dark, but that was a big old piece. That was the first <laughs> piece I ever sold here. As yeah, well. it was. Uh, yeah, that's huge. That was um, A1, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, and Benita and Steve still love it. Yeah, I think what was so good about that one is it was made 
during a life drawing class, funny enough. Um, and it was all about essence. It was about capturing the feeling of that person in that moment. Um, and that is what I saw. Um, there's, I think if you were to ask different people what they see in it, uh, feelings-wise, you'd get lots of different answers. Mm. And I'm always intrigued. And I'd rather hear someone else's opinion than spout my own about my work. You're quite into the life drawing, mm. which I'm surprised that there aren't more artists in here that are. Mm. So what is it that attracts you to, to life drawing? And we have got a life drawing class coming up, so... Yeah, um, I think with life drawing, life drawing unlocked something in me when I was studying. So I studied animation at university and a compulsory part of the course was to do life drawing and you do Quite right. life drawing about hmm, maybe six hours a week mm-hmm. maybe um and it would be in two hour stints um and with animation you've got to be able to nail the pose and the drawing very quickly because you've got to draw hundreds of drawings yes um every day um and so, ideally, you want to get it right. Otherwise, you're spending an awful lot of time uh, redrawing stuff. Um, so, life drawing was really essential to it. And I just loved it. It was just so free. I learned so much. My drawing improved it is, so it, it much. It is interesting how people take that on because what, in the art departments I used to run, you know, the graphic designers would get life drawing, the fashion students would get life drawing, yeah. obviously the art students, and all the different other disciplines. But, you know, half the time it was only you were practically dragging people to the classes because mm-hmm. they just, they didn't understand the importance of it. Yeah. But as you say there, it's that whole underlining, isn't it, within movement and shape. Yes, exactly. And um, once you get it and once you've learnt some core lessons from it on like perspective and anatomy and how to check your work it makes everything easier it makes painting easier it makes drawing easier and that's why i'd love people just to try it i think people get a bit scared i think it's so like, yes oh, naked person that <laughs> uh, it's going to be weird or they're not going to be good enough there's, and, a, there's a story that my uh, art tutors always used to say it was amazing how i would always i can remember pretty much anything Mm. But I could never, ever remember when there was a life model in an art studio. And it always looked like that I turned up just because there was somebody naked in the room. And Uh it's just like, I always, always, just literally always forget that there was somebody, or forgot that there was somebody in there. But Yeah, yeah. well, you'd hope it wasn't a cold day, I guess, if you're opening the door. Well, yes, they used to bring their own radiators and blankets, so it was all all right. Yeah, um, I think... Yeah, I think there is. I think that's very true with art in general. People have this; they instantly put themselves down because for fear of not being good enough at it. Yes. And you don't get good at it until you practice and try. I suspect as well also the understanding of it because quite a lot of people come in and go, "Well, I don't know why I like it, but I like it." Actually, if you know what, if you don't know why, it doesn't matter. If you like it, then you like it. Yeah. Exactly. You don't need necessarily to know everything else yeah. that underlines it. Um, that's the thing, and that's what's so great about this gallery in general, is that there's such a range of styles. Oh, you're, you're bound good, to find you something. come back. <laughs> no, but it's true, you're 
you're bound to find something that you like. I mean, my, myself and my husband, we have very different styles and tastes when it comes to art. And he's not really an art fan, but we we walked in the other, um, about a year ago, and we both saw this picture, and we were both like, "We want this, don't we?" Mm. And you couldn't describe why, but we love it, and it's Was in that our the resin? That's the resin, yeah, Amy's resin, resin design. yeah, resin designs, resin. Um, but it just—I knew that he would like it as well. It's so weird, isn't it? It is, and also, yeah, the husband, wife, or partner dynamic is always a always a oh, thing you know it I'm, is i'm gonna bring my wife back or my husband oh, back no. it's just like those are the words that none of us in here want to hear because yeah. it's just like oh no because I, they're <laughs> gonna hate it and then inevitably sometimes they'll walk in and they'll, they'll take one look and go bloody awful but then they will buy something else which is so far away from what the initial thing was, was. Uh, how have you got from that to that mm-hmm. but then i suppose that's the the whole compromise and different aspects of art yeah i think sometimes uh i'm always amazed and blown away by what the diff- who the different people are that are interested in different pieces of art like mm. i've had um some of my bigger pieces they've sold to people that i wouldn't have guessed and so now i've stopped guessing yes. <laughs> who, who they might be and um always very humbled by uh the people that really connect to stuff. I find that, like you were bringing back to your point earlier, the darker art, well, darker as you describe it, <laughs> um, it's, I always am very grateful, like even more so because it's a part of myself or it's a part of myself that maybe I didn't even like, but someone has seen something good in it or that they uh, can resonate with um, and that's I'm just I always feel like oh that's a I've made it as an artist moment when Brilliant. I get those sort of moments <laughs> so this has progressed quite a long way are you happy with progress so far I am um, well he's looking fluffy and he looks like my cat so well Anne you just came start. in it's moved on a long way in the 10 minutes that you were here it looks amazing doesn't it <laughs> know, that's right? animation for you <laughs> Um, and also because I'm talking, I think I'm not thinking too much. And I think that can help too when you're like overthinking can get in the way of a lot of things. Mm. Um, and it's the same with art. It's the same with writing poetry or music. Um, always the stuff that comes to you within like five minutes at midnight uh, <laughs> is the best stuff. Um, and so I think. You've kind of just got to let it happen a bit, which sounds very hippie, but it's genuinely how I feel and how I approach it. It's very instinctual uh, how I work. Okay, so I'm going to go and get the phone so I can do some more videos. So we're going to pause it there. Sure. And we'll come back and we'll talk about your music. Okay. <laughs> okay, a bit of a coffee stop. I'm back now. Mm-hmm. Um, so music, let's talk about music. Music, yeah, that's another thing that you do in my life yeah um yeah uh what do you want to know what 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 do you do what do i do so what's your sound like what What are you called uh well we're called leave the engine running uh which sounds weird um is that that a line from an arcade fire song no it's not it's nothing as clever as that um when we first started we wanted to be a 
we have so many different range of things that inspire us. So we're quite eclectic in okay. music. And we like to do things our own way. Um, so we made a reggae version of Black Sabbath's Paranoid. And we thought <laughs> okay. that all the Black Sabbath fans would probably chase us out if mm. we decided to play it. But generally, the Black Sabbath fans really liked it. Wow. <laughs> so I'm we amazed. were like, oh, well, we better keep the engine running or leave the engine running. <laughs> Uh, where we're at a gig, and then it kind of just stuck. <laughs> Brilliant. So that's, Brilliant. that's why we're called Leave the Engine Running. Um, so what I do in Leave the Engine Running is I'm the singer, lead singer, and um, I help write the songs, basically, I, I, a songwriter. Um, so it's not all covers? No. Are there any covers? Uh, originals. Okay, really. that's good. Um, we do do covers. Um, but we tend to mainly do our originals, and that tends to be what we enjoy mm -hmm. the most. Uh, so we've got more originals than we've got covers. I mean, Excellent. we did do, like, um, the pub scene for a little while mm -hmm. and doing a load of covers, but we kind of suit Sunday afternoons. Oh, okay. Beer garden, Excellent. I would say. Um, quite jazzy. I like the um, sound of this. Uh, one of my favourite singers ever is Ella Fitzgerald. Wow. Um, I love uh, Billie Holiday, uh, Amy Winehouse, um, Leanne Le Havis, if you've heard of her. Oh, no, that's one I don't She's know. She's like a modern singer. Prince was like, really digged her and gave her a oh, chance. Right, okay. So, I mean... It can't Prince, be all bad. Yeah. He's a good man. Or was yeah, a good man. Yeah, I, I love Prince. Yeah, um, brilliant. Uh, stuff like that. So they're my a lot. Of my, I love Joni Mitchell, obviously. Yeah. Just she. I love that she just kind of. She did the styles that she wanted to do, and when when she wanted to do it, like mm. everyone's like, "Oh, do more folk," and she's like, "No, I'm in my jazz phase." Yes. Actually, um, and then she nailed that. So. It's, yeah, very uh, talented. Yeah. And interesting how being brought to to more and more people because of Love Actually. Yes. Because, you know, everybody sort of thought, I think, initially, oh, this is a new artist. This is quite good. Mm -hmm. She's like, well, actually, yeah. there's about 30 albums before that lot. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't Both Sides Now. Both Sides Now, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah great song. And um, the most heart-wrenching scene in the film as well. Oh, yeah, amazing. it is amazing. Emma Thompson, yeah, can't go wrong. Um, yeah, I love Joni Mitchell. She's... Favourite album? Favourite album of hers? Mm. Uh, blue. It is Blue, yeah. Um, River's my favourite song by her. River, yeah. I think that's just glorious. Um, and it's a River. very good cover version of it by Corrine Bailey-Ray as well. Oh, really? That's worth, oh, Corrine Bailey-Ray. Yeah, amazing She's amazing. so voice. good. We, did, we do do a cover of her, uh, Leave Your Records Oh, on, great um, song. Which is quite hard to sing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you start to study it, you notice these things. Uh, yeah, Blue. I love A Case of You. That's, yes, that's great. That's one of my favourites. Um, but um, All I Want is one of my favourites. All right, okay. Yeah. I'm sure I can know that one. Um, well, I probably it's do, on but... Blue. Oh, um, okay. In that case, I do. You, yeah, you probably, you'll probably hear, hear it if yes. you play it. Um, yeah. Uh, That'll be my homework this evening, to go home and dig out the blue vinyl that I've got. So. Oh, you've got the vinyl. Yeah. Yes, absolutely sounds sounds great yeah so yeah i mean if i'm not doing art and expressing something through music it's uh it depends on the thing and 
I kind of do music in the same way I do art. It has to come from some sort of truth. Mm -hmm. um, do you play an instrument? I do. I play guitar enough to be able to show my bandmates and so that they can <laughs> write the guitar better um, and my ideas and things like that. Um, I play ukulele as well. Wow. Um, I, I play it moderately okay. And in when we're doing gigs and stuff, I will play the ukulele on some of the songs. Um, I also play a rain stick in one of the songs. <laughs> and for those people that don't know, what's that? A rain stick. So it's like a giant... Imagine a giant Pringle tube with <laughs> a load of, like, um, beans or, you know, those like, know, baking yeah. uh, pellet things that they have on Bake Off when they blind bake things. Um, a load of those in it and um, lots of, if you play Kaplunk and all the, uh, <laughs> so name dropping so many brands, we'd be so, bra like, blacklisted on YouTube. Um <laughs> when all the marbles fall down and there's lots of, uh, obviously there's all the sticks in the way, it, it kind of makes a rain noise when you tip the uh, Pringle tube, <laughs> giant Pringle tube, uh, vertically. Um, so you just keep spinning it round to get the idea I'm of I'm going rain. to a charity shop tomorrow to get a Kaplunk and then I'm going off to buy a stack of Pringles and then I'm uh, going to make my own. Yes. I, I think it would, <laughs> I think with Kaplunk, with the marble for being so big, it might sound a bit more like I don't know, hailstorm, but, um, yeah, but I, so I play rain stick, um, I get to play tambourine quite a lot, uh, just to help, because, uh, our percussionist, uh, plays congas, um, rather than drum kit, um, so some, but sometimes he plays the flute, so when he's playing uh -huh. the flute, I'll kind of help us stay in time with the tambourine, um, yeah, I, I never said that we were a normal band. No, true. And um, when's the next gig? Have you got anything lined up? I believe we got one in June, but I'll have to double check. Um, maybe we can make a guest appearance here. Yeah, yeah quite possible. That, that'd be nice. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely need you to bring the CD in, because obviously I'll have to vet you first. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I need the mic seal of approval. Um, but yeah, they're all kind of based on real experiences of mine generally um I'm, i love writing a sad song i guess like with my art it's very varied so some of it's very happy some of it's very sad uh, some of it's angry some of it's um I'm just a bit of a I'm looking joke to the cd now yeah i'm picking it up Excellent. way too much I? um <laughs> Right, well, I'm going to let you finish that. Okay. How much How much more do you think you've got to go? Because it's looking quite good from here. Um, I've probably just got to put some highlights in, I think. And wow. then uh, we're pretty much good to go, I'd say. I don't want to overwork it, as, no. as we've mentioned already. Um, not bad for an hour, Joe. Not bad. <laughs> I think, yeah, he looks sweet. Yeah, it's very good. Thank you. Marvellous. Okay, Thank well, you. that was good. And one, one more podcast done for us. Yeah, fantastic. And finally got a, to do an artist one. Right, thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.